Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent. I stands for using your intuition. N stands for networking. And K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, everyone. Today is March 5th, 2014. We have a really special show today. My guest is Dalia Starkey. She's a highly sought-after fitness trainer, wellness, and nutrition expert, and we are going to be talking about child obesity and what are the things that can help parents get their children to a healthier place. Delia is the assistant director and recreational leader for the City of Philadelphia Department of Parks and Recreation. In her role, she develops plans, she coordinates and administers after-school youth recreation programs, and that's why she's going to be such a great guest today. So let me bring her on our show. Hello there. Welcome to our show. Hello, Denise. How are you today? Wonderful. Just wonderful. I'm out here in California, and our weather's just been fantastic. Lovely. You so, know, I'm on the East Coast. I know. I know. <laughs> I, like to, I like to start my shows out with asking my guests how they got on the path that they're on today. So why don't you tell our listeners? Well, um, I actually became very involved with youth health overall when I was in college. Um, I was kind of undecided about my major, and I've always been this health and fitness individual. I ran track practically all my life, and um, um, I also danced. So I was wondering, how can I put these two things together and, you know, and build something that can be great that would be beneficial for my community? And um, that's how I chose um, health and fitness. I actually earned a degree from Temple University um, and uh, aside from that, I, I'm a certified personal fitness trainer and aerobic fitness instructor through AFA. Um, my major was kinesiology, which is the study of human movement, and my specialty was um, exercise physiology. So um, mm-hmm. I just pretty much just put everything together, and I said, boom, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> How many years have you been doing this? Um, let's see. I want to say maybe about 12 years now, 12 years. And it's been uh, it's been an awesome ride. Um, I actually started uh, 
working for the Department of Recreation in 1998, and I mm-hmm. developed a dance program there. They never had um, a dance program, so that's how the dance came about um, in that particular area, and I had a very good oh. dance group. And aside from that, they, everyone noticed how toned they were, and they would say, they're little kids. How are they so cut? You know, they, they <laughs> their bodies were very, very nice. Um so um, thereafter, people, they saw how I actually trained the kids. Um, aside from them just taking dance classes, which is a workout in itself, I did make them run daily because in order to be a good dancer, you have to have great endurance because you never know how long you're going to be on the stage. And my pieces, they were pretty long. Um, and then aside from that, I just wanted them to learn how to train themselves and others if they decided to go into the field as well. Uh-huh. So what is your wellness, fitness, nutrition background outside of your formal schooling um, and in, in working for the city um, in terms well, of, you know, actually putting together programs? Well, it's been something that, I, that I've always wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, working out for my health benefits, and, you know, just being all around healthy and then sharing it with others kind of brings my heart joy. And um, I was diagnosed a few years ago with high blood pressure, and a lot of my friends don't know that. I kind of keep that under wraps. So, um, <laughs> They're going to know it now. <laughs> yeah, it is. All, I'm being transparent. I mean, as I should, because everybody should know the truth. Um, when I was diagnosed, I was 4% body fat. I was training, you know, at least six times a week. And uh, I went to the doctors one day, and the doctor told me, she said, hey, um, do you know that your pressure is, it was 200 over 165. And I said, wow, I said, how can that be? I said, I train every day, I eat well, I'm a clean eater, I've never really ate junk food. And then thereafter, Mm -hmm. um, I kind of hit a wall because... um, I was I was saying to myself, how can a person of my stature, you know, the things that I do, you know, I train daily, um, mm-hmm. I eat great. Uh, my body was amazing at the time. I, I just couldn't understand how can a person like me have high blood pressure. And it all boiled down to heredity. And um, there is there, there is a history of high blood pressure and diabetes in my family, so that's what the doctor actually attributed to. And I asked him, could they further do a little bit more research? Let's let's really get down to the overall issue, but we haven't had the opportunity to do so because thereafter I, I had a child, and um, I've just been basically just coasting pretty much, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do, taking my meds on a regular basis, and then seeking other alternatives like um, through my diet. Uh, for instance, um, mm-hmm. garlic is very, very good for you. Like, I eat garlic properly every day. I hope no one can tell, but, you know, because it kind of scores at times. Right. I drink a lot of green tea, and um, mm-hmm. periodically I, I drink coffee. Actually, I love coffee, but I drink a very healthy coffee. It's called Montevita coffee, and um, it has MCT oil in it. Um, as well as Ramon seeds. And Dr. Oz, he, he talks about MCT oil all the time. So, um, uh, What's it come from? What's the oil come um, from? Where does the... Where the oil that, that you just... That you just... It actually comes from... 
a plant. I'm trying to remember the actual name. It's um, okay. a fruit tree, but I hate being hmm. stumped. My apologies. <laughs> no problem. Um, but it's, it's it's very good for you. Um, like I said, Dr. Oz, he did talk about it before. Um, and what's the show. what was the coffee called? What was the coffee called again? Montevita Coffee. How do you spell it? M O N T A B I D A. V is in Victor, or yes. V I D A. Yes, it's actually okay. on. I have it on my website. Uh, and what is your website for the listeners? Well, it's www.fivelinks.net, and you can actually uh, use my last name, Delia Starkey. So it's www.fivelinks.net backslash Delia D A L I A Starkey S T A R K E Y. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard of this coffee before. It's fairly new, but it's it's very delicious. Very delicious. <laughs> I love it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, when you have high blood pressure, there's definitely, you know, it's a life-threatening situation, and um, you you really don't have any choice. You you absolutely you know should treat it. Um, yeah. Absolutely. In the best way you know. It matter of life or death. I actually had a scare, and my daughter actually saved my life. Um, my blood pressure, it was really high. I think I forgot to take my pill one day, and I, mm-hmm. I fainted, and I hit my head. And if it wasn't for her calling my parents, who knows what could have happened, you know? So they rushed mm-hmm. me to the hospital, mm-hmm. but they, I mean, the doctors, they really couldn't say, you know, exactly what happened. But, um I'm doing, you know, way much better now. I, I, I still, you know, work out, but I'm getting better with the medicine. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, some, with some people, it take with some people it takes trying different ones before they find the one that they feel good on. Right, and I was on actually three different three different pills. I don't remember all of them, um, but the mm-hmm. one I take now it, it's working pretty well. It's working pretty. Oh, well. good. Glad, glad to hear that. So let's talk about uh, childhood obesity and um, what can parents do for their children to improve their health because it really is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Well, most of all, I believe education is key. Um, mm-hmm. And then nine times out of ten children, they want to display the same behaviors that the parents display. So, for instance, my five-year-old daughter, she loves everything that I do, so she wants to do everything that I do. Um, if I go shopping, mm-hmm. she wants to go shopping, especially grocery shopping, <laughs> because she likes to pick out the foods that she wants to eat and that she wants to cook. So I, I've actually trained her to read labels, and um, it's very rare that we get prepackaged foods. So we're always in a produce section. I always say, let's color our plates, you know. So she, she likes mm-hmm. to do that, especially when we make salads. We put all kinds of vegetables and sometimes fruit in it. She loves to make um, a salad that we call strawberry fields. And we use spinach, cranberries, strawberries, of course, coconut, and then we sprinkle it with a little bit of um, lemon juice. So, like, she really likes to get into, you know, cooking and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Another way, um, exercise is very imperative. Um, 
in order to control um, obesity, period, you have to uh, do it via diet and exercise. Maybe I shouldn't say diet. I would just say clean eating because a lot of times, for me, diet is in diet. I don't believe in, um, I, I don't think that people should, shouldn't eat certain things because they don't feel it. Like, you know what I mean? For instance, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to partake in eating a piece of cake, you're not going to die from eating a piece of cake. You, I don't believe in restrictions. I just believe in just eating healthy. I mean, if you eat fruit and vegetables and, you know, your, your grains and proteins, all in all you're going to have a pretty great diet. But when you mm-hmm. tap into those discretionary things, like the things that's heavily sugared and carbonated, then that's when you have your issues because a lot of times is what you put in, your input is what determines your output. So if you're constantly taking in so much junk food and you're not counteracting it with exercise, that's how you become mm-hmm. obese. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I believe parents, they should take um, a, a, a very important role in developing a lifestyle, a great lifestyle for their children and tell them, hey, this is how you should eat, or you should eat this and not that, or mm-hmm. do it in moderation. You know, don't splurge and eat a whole Sunday and then eat a, milk, a milkshake and some cake and then think you can run outside and, you know, just run it off. I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think today um, we have households where both parents are working. Right. And when Everybody. they come home from work, they're tired Mm-hmm. They got to help their children with the homework, mm-hmm. and it, it it goes into a pretty long night. So, what would you recommend that they fix in terms of foods for for these children that's going to appeal to them, and they're going to want to eat it? Because you can you can prepare meals for your kids, and they take one mm-hmm. look at it. And go, I'm not t- I'm not touching that. I'm not going to eat that. Or you know, if you got a, if they have a dog around, next thing you know, the dog's eating it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I used to take my food and put it. I used to take my food that my mom would put on my dinner plate, and I'd put it inside the drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not wow. have a happy ending. <laughs> the ants found it. I, I, I can agree. Um, <laughs> you have all kinds of fuzzies in there. Um, like I said, inclusion is everything. That they, they works for me mm-hmm. because my daughter, she's a, I call her a fastidious chemoheterotroph. She's a picky eater. So she likes mm-hmm. big words, and I like the, you know, she likes big words, so we play on that. But um, with inclusion, we um, she has the opportunity to tell me what she likes to eat, some things we can prepare in advance. For instance, she likes salmon. So I try to make, um, well, fish in general. So I try to prepare her lunch and her dinner in advance so that throughout the oh. week all she has to do is, you know, you know, grab something and go. Or, you know, we come home, we can warm it up, and then we have dinner together. Because we're, the two of us, we're busy. She, Her schedule is just as busy as mine um, with Girl mm-hmm, Scouts, mm-hmm. dance, swimming, mm-hmm. piano lessons. Like we, we really, We're busy, you know. So I, I try sure. to, um, you know, prepare the meals in advance. And that way, you know, we can eliminate a whole lot of fast food grabbing because, um and I know she so what else does do you a lot prepare? of what else, like for for her lunch um do you prepare her lunch and send it to school with her? Yes, I do like today she had and um steamed cabbage with a piece of tilapia 
and um, some potatoes, red potatoes. No kidding. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and after school, they're able warm to bring their own lunch or? and warm it up for them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, every great. school is different. You know, she goes to a uh-huh. private school, so they have okay. that. They have a full kitchen. <laughs> okay. Oh, gee. That's right. wonderful. And then sometimes I go up yeah. there and um, I vol- I'm a volunteer parent. How about cold lunches? Cold lunches, um, she likes salad. And sometimes um, oh. if I have, like, some chicken or something left over, I'll chop up the chicken mm-hmm. and sprinkle it on there or a salad. Okay. And I'll put uh, some cranberries, you know, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes so she, if I package it, you know, step, hmm? Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just thinking forward a little bit for the children that are like in public school where they don't have access to refrigeration. Right. You know, um, what could parents, um, I mean, obviously you've got, you have, you know, celeries, you've got carrots, you have apples, um, right. the different fruits that you can Fresh prepare pineapple. that would, would, yeah, all that stuff would last. But right. um, what else do you put with it? Um, that's the quandary. Can't give them tuna fish. That wouldn't well, hold I mean, unless it was refrigerated. Well, because I'm, I'm a, I guess a bit of an anal parent. I buy those little um, instant ice pack things because sometimes oh, my, my yeah, daughter she yeah. does go to camp, so I uh, put the the ice pack in with her lunch, and she can mm-hmm. take like a chicken salad or a tuna salad. But I don't use mayonnaise. I use olive oil and um, a oh. little bit of Mrs. Dash. And I mix it up for it like that. Oh, yeah, so, okay. I mean, it does last. And then with the olive oil, you know, olive oil is good for everything. I even use it on my skin. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's really, really good for you. Hmm, interesting. So how would uh, parents talk to their kids about the importance of a healthy lifestyle when perhaps some of them have been raised from the t- from the time they were little and then all of a sudden the parent wants to have a conversation with them when they're preteens and they're not they're not used to eating the really good foods. That's interesting. How do you start that conversation with them? Yeah, you I mean in that aspect you're pretty much preparing them to be on their own. Um mm-hmm. so uh how can I explain this? Mm-hmm. Well, you've, well, I'm sure that you probably the run across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You probably. Run, I'm sure you've run across. I'm sure you've run across this where, in your in your fitness and nutrition um, um, classes, you have preteens, and when you start mm-hmm. talking to them about good nutrition and a healthy lifestyle, their eyes just get glazed over. <laughs> yeah. Um, only because everything is so readily accessible now, and then they're constantly stimulated with commercials that say, you know, about McDonald's and Burger King, mm-hmm. you know, different fast food restaurants. Um, I guess, like, the, the initiation portion comes from, I don't know, just being conscious of that. Um, because I am a health-conscious parent, I know there's not too many pe- parents are. They just want to, you know, grab something and go. But um, eventually you have to instill those things, you know, in your child um, just to tell them, you know, this can promote longevity. Like if you want to stick around here a little longer, you know, you want to eat the right things. So Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, even with my five-year-old, I know once she told me a story, she always has very colorful stories. A little girl offered her a chicken nugget <laughs> in school, and she told her oh. that, you know, that's not healthy. Chicken nuggets have pink slime. <laughs> so, um, uh-huh. I, yeah, again, then again, you know, again, there is that ed- education portion. Um, the parents, uh-huh. you know, they have to educate themselves in order to educate their child. So um, to start True. that conversation, you can say, hey, um, would you eat for lunch today? And, of course, they'll tell us. Then you can say, oh, no, that's not that's not a good thing to do. Or, or you know, hey, mm-hmm. that is good what you did, you know. But it's all about, you know, having that conversation with your child and um, developing a lifestyle change or, you know, continuing a good lifestyle, a good healthy mm-hmm. lifestyle. So what kind of program would you put an overweight child on? How would you start them out? Well, actually, I've been using this book for um, for children that are, um, I don't like to say obese, but that are um, a little overweight. It's called 4 overweight. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, because a lot of times, if, uh, like, for instance, I have a, um, a young man, he's in my class, and he's, he's a, um, a larger person, and a lot mm-hmm. of the things he cannot do. Um, so I have to modify his workout. Um, some things he has to do in a chair, um, and uh, like we do for him, like a ten-minute workout. Is, um, mm-hmm. So we start off with like cardio, four minutes of cardio, then we break it down and we go to um, weight training, little things, you know, nothing heavy at all, and then we go into you know our stretching phase and then a cool down phase, and we just repeat it for about 30 minutes. But each person is different, um, mm-hmm. especially those that are that are larger. Um, I've uh, taken uh, a Flip Fitness instruction class. And Flip Fitness, is, I think it's so awesome because it's, um, it's six different workouts, but they're already set for each, uh, for each individual with differing abilities. So if I wanted to do a routine for an individual that's bedridden, I can actually do that. I wish I had everything in front of me right now because because the posters are awesome. I can actually give you the website for that. Um, Yeah, why don't you give it to the listeners? Just a second. I believe it's www.flipfitness.com. yeah, it's it's a it's a great workout because I can do that with my kindergartners, my pre kindergartners and, you know, my, my um my other students. It has a deck of cards and this suit actually represents um a specific exercise and the number represents the um number of repetitions you would do this specific um exercise. So for instance, um if I had a king of heart, that would represent a cardio move. So they would have to do uh, ten jumping jacks. So we'll we'll mm-hmm. constantly like repeat the same thing over and over. However, it's very random because of each card that you flip is something different, and it relates to a different exercise. Oh, interesting. So that kind of does make it fun for them. Yeah, the kindergart- kindergartners love it because they feel like they're included in the workout. They like to mm-hmm. tell me what to do mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> 
that's funny. And I think that's an awesome way of getting everyone involved, too. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone wants to feel included, even the little people. Sure, sure. Do you believe in dieting? And if you do, how come? Um, or if you don't, I believe why in not? eating healthy. <laughs> like I said, um, dieting, to me, it imposes restrictions sometimes because um, people, they think diet, they believe they can't have this or they can't have that. Um, however, um, for dietitians, I don't think that they selected the wrong profession because diet is in their, you know, in their professional name. However, um, I just think people should just eat healthy, you know, eating fruit and vegetables, grains, meats, beans. Um, I don't particularly care for dairy too much because I don't digest it well. It's horrible on my gastrointestinal system. So um, I have my alternatives. If I want milk, I prefer to drink almond milk. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. I, I don't. I tried the soy milk, but I didn't like it because soy has such a bad rap right now. Um, but uh, as far as dieting, I don't. I don't believe in dieting. However, I know some individuals they need certain things in their diet, or they they um, have to have some type of restrictions. Like for instance, my grandfather, uh, when I cook for him. I know that he cannot have purines in his diet because purines causes uric acid to build up in um, different parts of your body. And um, Mm -hmm. so that's how um, gout comes about, from the uric acid crystals that build up in your joints or, you know, pretty much wherever they're concentrated. And it's very, very painful. So, But dieting, I I don't believe in dieting. just, Just think everybody should eat healthy. Well, most people fail on a diet. In other words, even if they do lose the weight, they gain it back over a period of time. That's why there's so many different diets out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's always a, a new diet. That's I don't really believe in them. I, well, I shouldn't say I, I don't believe in them um, mm-hmm. for my, my personal self. I guess it's, it's situational-based. It depends on the person. Like I said, if... Um, if a person has celiac disease, you know, we can't, they cannot have gluten. You know, they have to have a mm-hmm. gluten-free diet. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, everybody has their own restrictions. Everybody has, you know, their own personal issues with dieting. Um, mm-hmm. Just for me, I, I don't prefer to diet. I just rather just eat healthy, eat from the earth, because I know it's going to be plentiful. I know I can fill up on um, spinach. I love spinach. I eat spinach probably every day. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. I, I love spinach. I, sometimes I, I get the frozen spinach and I make smoothies with it. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a, a few recipes that I like. And then mm-hmm. I, um, I also um, follow a few people on Instagram that have um, different type of smoothie recipes and juicing recipes that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So if you have some fat on you that you want to get rid of, <laughs> I guess, you know, um, what do you do about that? And especially when it's on children. Uh, cardio, cardio, and some more cardio. And more but you cardio. don't have to overkill on cardio. Um, 
What kind of exercises do you have the kids do? Um, most kids love to run or we walk. Um, I love to do nature walks because there's educational in itself. I take the kids on a nice little trail where they can see the different types of birds and there's gardens um, not too far from where I work. So we, we actually walk a, a full trail. It's about maybe about two or three miles. Um, the kids mm-hmm. love it because they get to take in the scenery too. And before they know it, they're, they already completed the full, the full course of walking. Um, oh. And for my adults, they love the elliptical machine. I love ellipticals too. I'm not um, I do big too. on running. I, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I like it too. Um, yeah, I haven't ran in a while because I had a very bad knee injury not too long ago from dancing. Um, sometimes I think I'm a rubber band, and I think my body can do certain <laughs> things, and they really can't anymore. So I, I had a um, medial collateral ligament sprain. So I was out mm. for six weeks, six whole weeks, no dancing, no working out, no nothing. So that was no, very hard. difficult. Yeah, so that's the elliptical is really easy on your joints. I love it, mm-hmm. and I love to swim. I actually conquered my fear of swimming, and I, I recently mm. learned, yeah, I learned how to swim maybe about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So that, the kids, I, have, I actually have a pool um, at my recreation center, and I teach um, aqua fitness classes. So the kids, they really, really love aqua fitness. And um, because they're in the water, they feel weightless. I mean, you, you are, and they're able to do a little bit more. And mm-hmm. after the workouts, they say, oh, Mr. Leah, I'm sweating. How can you sweat in the water? I say, it's possible because <laughs> you're actually working. You're really working in the water. Sure. Um, I have a move that I call the Superman um, that we do in the pool. And the kids, they, they said that it, it kills their abs. <laughs> So, oh, how funny. Yeah. That's funny. So how can, how can say, um, the parents get the kids to eat these new foods? What are some of the tricks that they could do? To get kids maybe, to eat maybe different some foods? Sauce, maybe, for, yeah, good healthy foods. Because you know they're they're u- a lot of them are used to a lot of sugar content. All of a sudden, you're introducing some of the whole foods that that don't taste as good. Yeah. So how do you motivate uh, them to eat those foods? Well, we know um, they're not going to eat them straight. So um, for my baby, I trick her into eating things by making smoothies, <laughs> especially oh. um, like. Beets. Okay. Uh, what else? Kale. There's, well, there's well, yeah, be, yeah. Yes. Beets are sweet, so that'll add a sweetness to it. Yeah, they are a drink. And carrots do also. Yeah, and then carrots. You can put all the my green daughter, stuff she, she loves to eat those raw. But um, what else? I have. I make a um, apple, celery, ginger. Apple, celery, ginger, and carrot smoothie for her. Sometimes mm-hmm. I add some strawberries. And then um, she'll drink it. <laughs> um, and yeah. then sometimes I do a berry smoothie. Um, it's like all types of mixed berries, raspberry, uh-huh. blackberry, strawberry. Then I throw some beets mm-hmm. in there and um, some spinach and a little bit of kale. 
she'll drink it. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. one way of tricking her yeah. into eating different things. Um, that's true. Uh, she, yeah, you can throw you can throw kale into just about any vegetable juice, and you're not going to really notice much of it. Right, you won't at all. But I love kale. I can eat it plain. Have you how, ever made kale chips? Have you ever made kale chips? With a little bit of olive oil and, and I sprinkle some vinegar on it, and I put them in the oven. Mm. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. I, I like vinegar too. I'm a little weird. So I, I guess that's one yeah. way, the smoothies, and then um, I, you could probably just do a, a tasting, um, just make all kinds of foods and then just have your child ch- taste them. Because it was a, um, a long period of time where my daughter, she wouldn't eat too much of anything. I, I mean, to the point she wouldn't touch meat at all. She mm-hmm. went through a vegetarian phase, and um, she, would, she would eat a lot of vegetables, but some things she wouldn't touch like Brussels sprouts or but she would eat cabbage I said you know they they're kind of similar they like baby cabbage um but she wouldn't touch them so um I guess through preparation you have to find different ways to prepare foods for kids um they pretty much love they love anything sweet but I wouldn't suggest adding sugar to anything Mhm. do you give them dietary supplements at all and especially for ch- for children that um, are overweight. Well, I wouldn't do that. I would suggest that they would consult their physician first. Um, a lot of times, you can get all the things that you need from food, um, unless you're mm-hmm. deficient in some way. I would suggest um, discussing it with your primary care provider. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at one time I was iron. Do you have any? Um, uh huh. Go ahead. Oh, at one time I was iron deficient, and I had to take an iron pill. But mm-hmm. um, I didn't really care for the iron pill because it it causes your your stool to get really hard, and I would have to take a, a stool softener with that. So um, that's why I started eating a lot of spinach. <laughs> so that's like one of the main things that I eat. Anybody can come over to my house and they will tell you that, you know, she's definitely eating spinach or spinach salad or spinach casserole. Um, something with spinach in it will definitely be in there. Spinach in my smoothie. But, yeah, I would definitely say try to, instead of um, taking a supplement, try to get mm-hmm. it in your diet first. And if you think that you really, really need that, then... Um, Seek your primary care provider. Like some of my friends, they always say they need ginkgo biloba for memory. <laughs> Why? But mm-hmm. um, I say just talk to your doctor first. Because I mean, by far, I'm not a, a I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a physician at all. So right. I don't I don't right. step out of my realm of practice. Right. What is the best way to incorporate exercise? into anybody's daily schedule. You know, they don't have, at schools, a lot of schools don't have PE anymore. So the kids don't really have opportunity to participate in any form of exercise unless they're doing extracurricular 
sports outside of the school environment. So what do you do with the kids that don't have access to anything? Well, exercise is in everything that we do, believe it or not. I mean, walking from your front door to your back door or, you know, to the mm-hmm. patio, that's a form of exercise. Um, mm-hmm. You can garden, and that's exercising. Um, it's called activities of daily living. Um, and mm-hmm. there's an actual, um, I can't remember the name of the sheet, but there's a sheet that has everything listed, and it tells you how many calories you actually burn by doing these um, specific activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. Um, like my mother, she's on oxygen 24-7. And oh, I'm sorry to hear that. She, she's fine, though, you know, but something she can do, something she can't do, um, as far as sometimes walking inc- on an incline is a task for her, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I actually have a, um, a treadmill in the house for her so she can walk on a treadmill. And, you know, I do different exercises with her and everything, um, so I always use her as like my my baseline my baseline client. If she can do it, I know anyone else can do it. But my mom, she's mm-hmm. a fighter. Like she'll she'll try it, and then she'll say, "Oh, I I can't do it anymore. I got to sit down." And then I have to pull out her oximeter, and I see that she um, if it's above I think five or so, then she has to relax for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like I said, there's exercise in everything that we do. Um, as far as uh, kids coming home from school, walking around the block briskly or walking to and from school or even doing like a, a race walk. Let's see who can get the home mm-hmm. get home the fastest, you know, that that's that's exercise in itself. Um I've actually uh gone over to the children's hospital of Philadelphia. It's actually um directly across the street from my center and I do a small exercise class for kids and some of the staff there. And um, they they love it. It's just, you know, the basic of the basics. We'll do like a, a few, we'll do some squats or um, some ball push-ups or I call them push-outs. We'll do some leg lifts, you know, things that are like just basic things that you do on a regular basis. You know, if you walk up the steps, mm-hmm. you know, you're working your quadriceps, like little things. Mhm. Little things to incorporate in your daily activities. Hmm. Yeah. Not. I also. You, do you have a. Yeah. You have a website, and and um, what would the listeners find on it that would be um, valuable for them? Um. Periodically, I do post. Um, different recipes, uh, like healthy desserts or quick um, dinners or lunch, anything like that, Um, basic workout routines that you can possibly do at your desk while you're at work or um, you'll see some of my students dancing. You know, I have like little Mm -hmm. video clips or uh, you'll see pictures of them doing um, performances or different exercises. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Then I have so other links. You, you have other links to other things? Yeah, they they go to other, they go to oh, other websites as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. 
So why don't you um, give the listeners the name of your website again, or if they need to get in contact with you, how they can do that, and spell out the um, the website in case you know it doesn't it's not clear to people listening. Okay, the first one is um, www the number five l i n x dot n e t backslash d a l i a s t a r k e y and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and that's just my first and last name Delia Starkey D A L I A S T A R K E Y I'm also on LinkedIn and again that's Delia Starkey D A L I A S T A R K E Y on LinkedIn Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. We really appreciate the time that you've taken out of your busy day to be here with us. And I think that our listeners have have learned a great deal from you today. Oh, I'm glad they did. I really appreciate the opportunity. I had fun. It was great talking to you. um, It was great talking to you, too. And and I wish you well, and, and you're doing a great thing for the children. You really are. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. All right, listeners, please um, tune in again next Wednesday, same time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.com healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Listeners, I just wanted to remind you that the entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guests. The information is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not medical advice. It's only intended as a sharing of knowledge and info from our guests and experience of Denise and her community. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Thank you and good night.